Good day, kids. It's February the 1st, 2021, and this is episode 21 entitled The Supremacy of God. Today's show is brought to you by No Budget Productions and Pure Rock and Roll by Alexander Nakarada. And also my friend at DW Automotive, who is an honest mechanic that go uh, that does uh, good work at very reasonable prices. Here's your daily reminder, starting today, of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It begins like this. Whereas Canada is founded upon principles that recognize the supremacy of God and the rule of law. Someday everyone will acknowledge the supremacy of God, whether you believe in him or not. It is a wonderful thing to hear that Canada is founded upon principles that recognize the supremacy of God. If we recognize the supremacy of God, we recognize the supremacy of the Holy Spirit and Jesus, his son, means we recognize the word, Jesus, the son of God, and the rule of law, the rule of law that was, um, that came out of uh, Judeo-Christian values, Christian values especially, that originated from the Word of God. Let's go to Revelation chapter 6, verse 15. And I'm going to paraphrase this just a little so it sounds a tad more contemporary. Then our elected officials and leaders from the earth and the military commanders and their military might and the wealthy, and the physically strong, and the sick, and weakly, and all those who live in countries with dictators, people and families who are financially and relationally poor, the middle class, and the upper middle class, and those who live in countries with democracies and free market capitalism, will hide themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. We get a good cross-section of all of humanity. From the highest of the high to the lowest of the low, rich, poor, healthy, sick, and everything in between. All will hide themselves in caves among the rocks of the mountains. So, I say that to say, in relation to the supremacy of God, that, again, whether you believe, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the supremacy of God or not, uh, he will be sure to demonstrate his supremacy believe it or not. And when we see in Revelation chapter 6, verse 15, a cross-section of all of humanity, but from somebody in my position, you know, let's, let's say middle class, I'll call myself middle class, who sees, you know, elected officials, the extremely wealthy, the, the tech giants, the oligarchs, um, 
you know, military commanders, dictators, and the amount of power that they have consolidated on this earth is astounding. But they, along with middle class like me, when confronted with the supremacy of God, will all go try to hide themselves in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. Here's the one upside of being extremely wealthy and, and well-connected. Um, you have the money to make really fancy hideaways in the rocks. I've seen pictures of like living spaces that were so luxurious, luxurious by hundreds of times over than what, uh, than what I live in, in their doomsday bunker. Anyway, the Bible's still correct. They're hiding in rocks. Well, let's begin with the Canadian story. Uh, Nikki Mattis, she was forced to isolate in a government facility despite testing COVID, uh, negative for COVID-19. And meanwhile, officials refused to tell her family where she was located. And Nikki was on her way home from a business trip in the United States. And when she stopped, and when she was stopped by officials at the Calgary International Airport, and uh, she said, uh, sorry, uh, she was stopped and despite producing a negative COVID-19 test, she was taken to a government facility to self-isolate. And when Nikki arrived in Calgary, uh, you know, who was her greeting party? It was a police officer and an Alberta Health Services official. So that's a great welcoming party. I hope they had uh, some treats for her after her trip. And Nikki, Nikki was finally allowed to leave the facility after a few days and after two additional tests came back negative. And she said that despite the test results, she still had to stay another night. They, they, despite the test results, three negative tests, well, we'd still like you to stay the night. Why? For what, what's the, re, what's the, re, no, there is no rationale. The Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom said they were taking immediate legal action against the federal government um, calling for Miss Nikki's release. So as soon as the story kind of broke when she was, when she was live streaming, um, the Constitutional uh, Center for Constitutional Freedom said we're taking this thing right away. But more aptly, uh, MP David, a member of parliament, David Yerdiga from Cold Lake, uh, said that the actions taken by authorities betray Canadian values. Hmm, Canadian values based on the supremacy of God and the rule of law. No, I think he's right. It does betray Canadian values. If Canadian values are based on the guiding principles of the supremacy of God, then it does betray our values. Uh, he said, this incident goes against everything that makes us Canadians. We should demand far better from our government. To not even know where our loved ones are being held is both a breach of government trust and a massive instance of state overreach. Well, in the scriptures, we find that God sets up and tears down authorities. We live in a very unique time, however, in that a lot of power has been transferred from persons in authority to bureaucrats and huge bloated bureaucracy, bureaucracies. During the times of the Bible, during the times uh, the Bible was written, we find where kings were established and deposed, 
at times where advisors would remain and other times when they would be slaughtered. Now, understanding that God has established authority in Canada, getting the leadership we deserve for not recognizing the supremacy of God, how now are we to conduct ourselves? So we know we are to pray for those in authority so that we as Christians can mainly live in peace without persecution. But what about when we see clear injustices? Injustices that go against our charter of rights and freedoms. What then? Do we organize protests? Do we take to social media scolding the government for their blatant breach of our freedoms? Now, when David Yordega said this incident goes against everything that makes us Canadian, he means the idea and essence of freedom. Freedom of movement, freedom of thought, freedom of worship and religion, freedom to pursue our dreams financially or otherwise. Canadians should be saddened, angered, or outraged that Canada has, in just a few short months, abandoned its core values of freedom and left and been left with tyranny light and a precursor to dictatorships with the support of powerful bureaucracies and police forces behind them. Because once our freedom has been eroded, we'll never get it back. We have to remember that Canadians died in battle to preserve not just the idea of freedom, but to live freely as well. As the world saw powerful countries take over and occupy weaker, uh, weaker nations. And as Canadians, we wouldn't allow a foreign power to occupy us as we'd fight to the death. But we knew it was the right thing to do to help weak nations defend themselves and push back the enemy with extreme force. So I, I need more time to contemplate how as a Christian, a citizen of heaven first and a Canadian second, how to both navigate this world or this new world order for myself, but how to teach the children to as well. Now, I believe it will come down to being as wise as serpents. Most snakes have excellent camouflage, allowing them to move about unnoticed and undetected. With today's tracking abilities of social media, it may be necessary to look at a much more clandestine online presence. I don't know. So I'll get back to you on this whole thing. Got to think about it. Alrighty, we now move on to of the day. Quotes and audio clips. And here's everything on the list for today. We've got a, 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 a Proverbs. Jeepers creepers. Get that out, man. Thomas Sowell. A tweets by my favorite Quebecois man, the leader of the People's Party of Canada, Maxime Bernier. I just butchered the language and his name. I want to read a few Tommy on telegrams. We got PP, Pierre Polyev. Hey, Dennis! And Mark Stein. Okay, from Proverbs. Uh, this is chapter 3, verse something. I did not write it down. My apologies, it's not in the show notes. Chapter 3, verse something. Can't be that hard to find. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. It's saying you don't have to forget his teachings because your heart 
will keep his commandments. The Lord who created us as human beings understands that our brains are organs. Organs as we get older that are failing and through age and all the things that happens to us as humans as we age happens to our brains as well. And so we have this promise and it's to believers. This doesn't exist for unbelievers. We have the ability where we can bypass our corrupt brain, corrupt and dying brain that is going to be prone to forget things as we get older. The Lord is saying, you don't have to forget my teachings because once I change your heart, you will keep my commandments. We submit ourselves and humble ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ and he changes us. The heart is the core of the person. It goes beyond the mind. It is where the will exists. And it is our heart that needs to be changed. We need to yield our heart, our will, in every area of our life. That's hard. That's a process. But you start somewhere. You yield your heart, your will to the Lord. And he begins to change your heart. And it's your heart that will give you the ability to remember and keep the commandments. You'll basically keep the commandments as your heart has been changed. You don't have to rely on your mind. Thank God for that. Mine's getting mushier and mushier, I'm sure. And how can somebody in their old age still be counted on to keep the commandments of the Lord that he may have received within his heart from a very young age. How indeed? It's because the heart has been changed and it is doing, um, it is basically following the Lord Jesus Christ. Whereas if we had to rely on our mind, we'd be in big trouble. So thank God for that. Thomas Sowell, education is not merely neglected in many of our schools today, but is replaced to a great extent by ideological indoctrination. Yes, sir, that is very true. Monsieur Bernier, the groundhog predicts six more months of phony debates in the conservative party leadership race before a centrist red Tory is chosen. <laughs> he says the groundhog's prediction was dead on last year or was dead on last year. This year, he's predicting 12 more months of phony statements from the new centrist red Tory leader. Ah, uh, Max, that's funny. What else we say? He's commenting on Ron DeSantis, the governor from Florida. Ron DeSantis says every Floridian has the right to earn a living. Florida is open and we've got your back. See, now there's Canadian values right there in Florida. What does Max say? He says, love Florida. I was there again recently on vacation with Catherine 
and their governor, Ron DeSantis, seems to understand a few things about lockdowns that our premiers and prime minister don't. And uh, lastly, um, um, Max is responding to Claypool, a commentator, saying it's insane we are in a day and age where the Canadian government needs to be reminded that kidnapping innocent people is not an okay thing to do. However, many times they say health and safety to justify their actions. Yeah, yeah. Kidnapping Canadian citizens, not letting their loved ones know where they're being held and saying all under the guise of health and safety. Could you imagine what they would do to us Canadians under the guise of um, we were attacked by China or another foreign nation, North Korea, you know, somehow made their way, you know, past, uh, you know, over Alaska and through all the air defenses, but decided to, you know, get into Canada. What would our governments, what would the prime minister and, and premier do if we were attacked? If, the, if they're doing this for our health and safety, uh, I just could not imagine the hammer that would drop down on us for some other cockamamie emergency. All right. Tommy says, what is the world coming to? Depraved man, 30, uh, Rehan Beige, B-A-I-G, 37, who had sex with his pet chickens as wife, Halima Beige, 38, filmed him, has had his uh, three-year prison term sentence at the court, uh, uh, sorry, has had his three-year prison term reduced at the court of appeal in London. Well, I'm not sure what that court case would go like in the first place or its appeal. The appeal would have been quite interesting. Um, Tommy, petitions on grooming gangs scheduled for the 3rd of February, 2021. Petition, Petitions debate, sorry, on grooming gangs. I'm tired. The Home Secretary said what happened to victims of child sexual exploitation gangs was one of the biggest stains on our country's conscience. Last year, local authorities identified 18,700 suspected victims of child sexual exploitation. We want an independent public inquiry into grooming gangs. Sign and share everywhere. We don't have long. Twitter suspends Spanish political party for Stop Islamization campaign. Big tech has so uh, big tech has far too much power deciding what people can learn about treating adults like babies, showing them it's all sunshine and flowers. When in reality, the world hasn't been uh, the world has hasn't been in such shit shape. I don't get it. He's kind of British sometimes, you know. Anyway, uh, Islamization is obviously a problem for for many countries. Uh, if it comes with it, extreme ideals uh, that includes um, uh, death and, uh, you know, uh, killing people. So, 
you know, I don't. Anyway, um, South Carolina Republicans issued a formal censor to U.S. Representative Tom Rice today to show disapproval over his vote in support of the second impeachment of former President Donald Trump. Rice was among 10 GOP Republican representatives who joined Democrats on January 13th in voting to impeach Trump for his role in the violence a week after the U.S. Capitol. A Senate trial is expected in February. And of course, Trump did not have a role in the violence at the U.S. Capitol. He said to move to the Capitol peacefully. Clearly, he said those words. They were not coded, not, 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 not coded, just very simple, peaceful, peaceful, peaceful. And lastly, everything wrong with the UK legal system explained here. The widow of the London Bridge terror attack ringleader got more than 15,000 pounds in legal aid for his inquest, while families of victims were denied public funds. There's the upside down world that you live in. The widow of the London Bridge terror attack ringleader. The bad guy, the guy that did killing, his wife got 15,000 pounds in legal aid for, uh, for his inquest. So basically some, some looking further into the, uh, um, uh, the, um, what had happened and, and the implications that he obviously was the, 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 uh, the terrorist. Uh, but while the families of victims were denied public funds. Yep. Okay, Tommy, keep reporting, buddy. Take care. Always be ready and fight like a warrior, like Tommy, for truth and justice. I love you all. Talk to you again soon.